Hey, welcome to tonight's episode of Toy 37. Tonight we're going to discuss this little light of mine. Now, this little light of mine would include being something for someone and, you know, trying your hardest to inspire them the way that you would expect them to, you know, put out into the world for you. Now, as I've discussed before, I work in a hospital and in my new position, I am exposed to a lot more people than what I normally would have been in the past. And that includes, you know, the general public. Because I was so enclosed in the situation where I was before, I didn't really have the exposure to them. Once COVID hit, we started seeing a lot less people. And because we saw a lot less people, we didn't have, you know, interaction. And most people that I saw were obviously older because when you come to a cafeteria at a hospital, what are you going to do? You're going to eat. You're, you're going to, you know, meet up with your friends, that type of situation, and the whole human interaction thing. With screening, it's a lot different because I see people of all ages. This is children. This is adults, middle-aged people. You know, they come from all walks of life, and they're just there to see their doctors and to get the help that they need to recover from whatever is going on or have babies, which is absolutely a great thing, bringing a new generation into the world, which is, you know, iffish right now, but, you know, I have faith that it's going to get better. So, today there was a mom, she had just given birth, and she had forgotten her wallet at home. She was sobbing, she was so sad. She needed money for her medication. Now, she had all the documentation she would have needed, the hospital bracelet, and talked about how her child was at home with her parent. So she was going to need a little bit of help. I decided to take $4 out of my, my pocket and give it to her. She said, thank you. You know, she said, you know, basically, she was thanking me for being something out of the ordinary. A lot of people these days, especially because of the circumstances where you have certain things going on in the world which are not pleasant, aren't so willing to help people. And I always want to be that person that's going to help you. I don't really mind that I had to give anything to her. I don't expect anything back. Just her saying, you know, God bless. And, you know, she had tears of gratitude. I felt good. And when she walked past me, she was just like, I can't believe there's somebody like you out there. And to me, that made me feel good. As somebody who wants to go into a career that is medically based, you have to have the empathy and the sympathy to go forward with that. You can't just go with it lightly and hope that you're going to make a difference. You have to make sure that you're on the same page as these people. You understand their circumstances. You go out of your way to make them feel comfortable. Because once that that fine line is drawn and it's crossed, there's no going back with the boundaries. You want to make sure that they know you understand where they're coming from. You know, the different aspects of a hospital, which include like intake workers, secretaries, hawks, nurses, CNAs, medical assistants, techs. They all work hand in hand to make things work as a cohesive unit and they work as a team. Teamwork is something that's really important where I work because that's something that, you know, we preach to others 
is very important. We want to stand out from other hospital groups. We want to stand out from other medical facilities. We want to be that more to people. So we try to go the extra mile. And if you can't do that, I mean, this may not be the right place for you. But my whole point behind this is I'm an optimistic person. And I try to, you know, show that to people as time goes on, including my coworkers. I saw one of my older coworkers and for the first time in a while because it's very different for me to walk through the halls of the hospital not being in the same position I was once before. And she gave me the biggest hug and, you know, we embraced and it was it was really good. It made me feel good. It made her feel good. She's somebody that I worked with for years. You know, we kept morale going in the mornings when we worked together. We sang, we would dance to music, and we talked about, like, real-life issues. She's a mom. I'm not a mom, but I could still, like, understand where she was coming from. And, of course, guy issues, because who doesn't have guy issues no matter what? I mean, you can be married, etc. You know, just to have that, that, that relationship, that friendship that keeps you sane at work. That's so important. I try to also create those bonds with people I work with now who, you know, welcome me with open arms. One of them I already worked with, but the others were much different and they came from the outside. And to me, to be embraced by people who just, it's such a great feeling to feel like, almost like you're coming home. I know that's like really different to to how you may perceive things because and honestly, if you don't see it for what it is, you wouldn't understand the dynamic. I work for a nurse who makes sure that we always feel as though our voice is being heard. And to come from something that was a little bit different dynamic-wise, it's a good feeling. It's, it's to be appreciated. And then to be told by a higher level person, don't ever think that your dreams are too big you think that the sky is the limit you've said yourself anything is possible but to hear that you're appreciated for once to hear it from somebody else's mouth other than just general people who surround you who their words mean just as much to me to hear it from somebody who's so high in the in the hospital and has a high-ranking position, that she appreciates you. Does she at least appreciate your work? That she's watched you work from, you know, the small potato on the totem pole to, you know, kind of climbing it a little bit. And going back to school, taking medical terminology classes, taking anatomy courses, doing what I need to do to become a better version of myself. I don't want to leave myself into you know, a small part of, you know, what I could be versus what I'm capable of. I want to be a tech in the ER and I do will do what it's necessary to be better about it. To understand this is how you have to set yourself up for your next step. You go to school, you get, you know, the good grades, you put forth the effort and you make sure that you maintain that positivity that you can do this. Nothing is going to stop you. You put the effort out there. Always, 
you know, be one step ahead of anybody who may or may not be, you know, seeking the same things that you want to because there's a competitive edge and then there's something that you feel that you've worked towards getting yourself and you always want to have the eagle-eyed view of what's most important. Keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eye on the prize. But you also want to remain very human. You want to be humble because the moment you walk away from that, that's when, again, you muddy your own waters. You're hurting your own chances of becoming a bigger success. You need to transition out of the mindset of just thinking, oh, well, if, I be, if I'm close-minded, will I be a success? Most likely not because people want people who want who step outside of the box, who are versatile in their style. When you stick with one, it feels as though you're just boxing yourself into a corner where you can't really rise above the challenge. And rising above the challenge, it shows that you have the capabilities to think on your own independently, that you don't have to just work as a team, which is very important. Being a team member and understanding the needs of the people around you with different kind of personalities and different kind of traits. You want to be the almost visionary behind everything because when you stop looking at those things, that's when it all starts to collapse. Your deck of cards, yeah. Mm. You might want to reshuffle them a little bit. My thing is this working towards what I want to do. I know it's not going to be easy. I know it's going to take a lot of work because I have to put a lot of effort into it. So my schedule, which it is now, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of uneven because like I said, it's a new position and learning all the aspects of it and learning everything that I can to soak up and understand truly, you know, how to be a better version of what I do not to miss anything, policies change all the time. And with the flu season and COVID coming back up again, we want to be prepared for what could possibly happen. We want to make sure that, you know, we are looking out for each other as well as the public. We want to put you in the safest environment you can be in. And without cooperation from both sides, that's us and them, we can't really make that happen. So that's one of the things that my boss and the hospital itself would like to implement which I think is great because obviously at some point this we may go back to a semi-normal life but it, for right now the life that we're leading we need to kind of get used to so we work you know in the scope of well I hope that certain things can go back to normal like we eat out and everything we can do that we have outdoor dining we have some forms of indoor dining and then we have remote learning which is obviously kind of sad for kids who are either just starting school or you know going into like their last formative years of school before they go to college and even if some college kids are not going back to class in person right now which may or may not hinder them in the future excuse me sorry may or may not hinder what how they learn because if you're used to learning as a group this may not be the option for you 
but I feel like through Zoom and other connective services, you can probably start your own study group. You have to think on the forefront of what can I do to make this a better experience for myself? What can I do to bring more to the table? It's things like that that you can bring to the table. You want to be, you know, one of those people who is remembered not for what you didn't accomplish, but what for what you did. And at the end of the day, that's your legacy. Your legacy is exactly what you set out for it to be. You either want to be the ball buster or you could be the one that sits in the corner and it's just like, well, time is passing me by, but I'm not really going to change anything. When you don't change anything, you don't grow. And when you don't grow, you stay, I don't know, you stay behind. And that's not a good place to be. You want to grow. You want to flourish. You want to be able to go into a classroom and give the best speech of your life, your thesis. You want to be able to inspire the people who are sitting at the desk or at the Zoom meeting or a boardroom full of people giving a proposal. Public speaking on a different level, but it's still there. You want to be that inspiration. That's the person you want to be. So if you want to take two years or four years to get that education that we're speaking about, you're going to walk across that stage with your name. It's called, you get pinned, you shake a hand, etc. You just want to be the person who's always in the driver's seat, the one who's holding the keys. You never got in the back seat. You were never a passenger. You controlled your own destiny. You fought for everything in between to get to where you need to be. And don't let a pandemic stop you from doing anything. Because I was able to create a company during the pandemic with two different services to help myself. And as I continue to grow and the opportunities that I've been handed, I mean, I was even chosen to be on a <clears throat> on a panel for a book launch. I'm so happy. I mean, the things that have come true without me even trying have been amazing. I couldn't thank my audience enough for, you know, giving me the confidence to go out and seek out what I wanted and needed. There are so many things about me right now that I wish I could say, that I wish I could tell you, but that's going to be for another time. Not Maybe not right away, but for another time. The things that I have in the inner workings right now are things that are going to propel me to the success that I would have never even imagined. And it all started with a voice, a small voice, a small blog, somebody who fought for every connection that she's had, somebody who believed in herself more than people gave her credit for. I didn't give up when people weren't listening. I didn't give up when people (sighs) went away. I fought for the audience that I do have and I've created quite the niche in the community that I serve. I don't sell anything, which is obviously kind of a hindrance to me, but at the same time, I don't want to sell something that isn't ready. I feel like whatever I'm doing is in progress. 
it's got to grow. It's got to flourish. It's got to blossom. Because without those things, the reality that's behind door number one or two won't exist. I want to be so strong that I won't allow anybody to knock me down. Your words, I take criticism for what it is. Whether or not you believe what I say or what I do, that's really your own business. I don't, like I said, I don't try to be, you know, a guru or anything. I try to guide you. I don't want to, you know, take anything away from what you already have on hand for resources. I want to add to those. I want to make you stronger, better, more of a critical thinker. Don't just think on the fly. Always think of the positive and negative offsets of what you're going to do. Take care.